Coming up next on Your Best Bets, NBA talk with Colin Quinlan. We review what we've seen about 20 games into the NBA season thus far. We talk about LeBron's continued excellence at his age and his push for another MVP. We break down the West and the East. We talk about the Sixers, uh, Joel Embiid's great season thus far. Uh, We even break down guys such as Tyrese Halliburton, Julius Randle, And Colin gives a hot take that you will surely not miss. Before we get into that, here is Swimming Into View. Welcome back to your best bets. We have not talked about the NBA in quite a while, uh, so we needed our NBA expert to come in and uh, talk about what we've seen so far in the first 20 games or so of the season, and that man is Colin Quinlan. Colin, welcome back. Hey, what's up, Phil? I'm uh, I'm glad you consider me your uh, NBA expert. (laughs) I mean, it could be by default because there's no one else that I would consider an NBA expert. But uh, <laughs> that's no. fair. No, no. To be fair, you're 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 on your game with the NBA, and uh, I kind of just want to get your impressions uh, just of the league so far. Uh, you know, maybe a quarter through the season, um, uh, as far as you know, no fans. Uh, I think I think I saw today we we've missed 23 total games due to COVID. How the league's handling that, and uh, just anything else that you've noticed, you know, to start the season. Uh, you know, I don't think the fans not being there have necessarily taken away from the uh, enjoyment of watching the games. I haven't been really able to tell all that much of a difference. I think it was um, a little bit more noticeable in the bubble, but I think being back in there home arenas has been a little bit um, more manageable in terms of having no fans. Uh, I think we saw LeBron get into it with a fan last night. I don't know if you saw that. Of course but, it did, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I thought I thought that was pretty interesting just because, you know, it's LeBron. So, obviously, that's going to yeah. draw some attention. But, um, you know, I, I, I think the league's handled it pretty well so far, and uh, they've, they've done what they needed to do to keep the games uh, going. Yeah, there was there was a point there. I think the I think the Wizards have been the most affected team, where they they missed I don't know a good week or so, where it was starting to look eh, maybe questionable where there might be some sort of pause or you know shutdown. But it seems like the they were kind of driving through it, similar to how the NFL <laughs> just kind of drove through their season, and no matter what, um, so you know so far we we've seen the Lakers come out pretty surprisingly with it with a really good strong start i think there was questions on on how well they would play based on how long their season you know went last year and how short the offseason was for them um and uh, you know they lost a couple you know lost to the pistons last week maybe a game they shouldn't have but davis has been out you know a little bit and lebron has is playing at a level that you know we really haven't seen for a guy his age uh, have you been surprised by his performance so far no, I can't say I have. He's the best basketball player of all time, in my opinion. Um, mm, he mm. he he's done what he's needed to do, prove himself. He's he's not slowing down. He's evolving his game with the game, as 
as you uh, have seen this year, he's shooting 41% from three, and that's yeah. pretty insane from a guy, you know, like LeBron, who's been known for the explosive plays, the driving, the dunks. Um, I, I saw a stat that said he scored 36% of his points this year from three, and I thought that was just crazy because he's not yeah. been a three-point shooter in his career. So I think just seeing his evolution this year – um, as he evolves with the game, it's been pretty impressive to me. I, I, I don't really see him slowing down for the next couple of years. I think he's going to try and play until um, his son, Bronny, gets into the league. So um, I, I don't think we're going to see him slow down anytime relatively soon. I, I love how we talk like we we know for sure Bronny's going to be in the league. I mean, I, 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 mean, I don't know. I, I, I think he has a pretty good shot just because he's LeBron's son. Um, no, I, I, I mean, I don't know if you, you heard our preview show with, with Johnny and Trent, but we talked about, I, I discussed, I, I, maybe this would be the year where LeBron, you know, load managed. And I know he's been against that in the past. And, uh, I, I just thought with how short the off season was, there was reasonable to think that he might do that. And he's done the opposite. Um, hasn't, he's still averaging almost 34 minutes a game. Like you said, career high three point percentage, uh, you know, 25, 7, and 7. And at this point in the season, he's probably the leader for the MVP. I'll bring up those odds in a second because I actually want to talk about those later. But um, got to be, and he's been carrying the team. And Davis has, Davis has not been great when he's been on the floor. I know he, he's, he's been better the last couple games they've played, but he hasn't looked great early in the season. So LeBron's definitely been carrying the load. Um, I guess the question is, can he keep this up? Um, and you know, is he is he going to make a push for the MVP? And I I think he's motivated to get it after finishing second last year. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I I don't see him slowing down anytime soon. He's proven that he can take on this load management throughout his career. So I, I don't see him slowing down um, anytime soon. I, and with the hot start he's out to, I don't I I think he's going to try and get that MVP this year just to. Uh, kind of improve on that legacy and get to the playoffs and make another run at the finals. You said without reservation that he's the best player of all time. I mean, that that was pretty – you said that pretty convincingly. I mean, have we really seen anyone do what he's doing at 30, 35, 36 years old content, uh, consistently throughout his career? I mean, I, obviously I wasn't able to see Jordan play, but um, – I. As I was talking to my uh, dad about, I, I think LeBron is the best in his, in this era. Jordan's the best in his era. I don't think LeBron would be good in Jordan's era. Jordan wouldn't be good in LeBron's era. Just two completely different games. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I just don't think you can discredit how good he's been for as, how long he has been. And he, it doesn't it doesn't look like he's slowing down anytime soon. That sounds like a that sounds like a good standalone episode in the future. The LeBron Jordan uh, breakdown, because um, yeah. I can see both sides. I I think LeBron's the most complete basketball player that I've seen play, and I, I was around for Jordan. Um, but you also can't dispute everything Jordan did, and uh, for sure. Um, but I think I think there's just a way you appreciate both, and a lot of people don't want to appreciate LeBron. They just want to say Jordan was better, and you know they point to the titles, the six and zero, in the finals, uh, six finals MVPs, etc. And they always point to LeBron's shortcomings. 
but right. but man, you got to appreciate this guy, what he's doing, and what he has done because it's it's really insane. Um, is as far as the West goes, Colin? Do you, who do you see being the most logical challenger? I mean, obviously the Clippers have kind of been under the radar, and now they're they're actually you know they have the best record, and and the Jazz have been terrific the last few weeks. Uh, I mean, are, are those the two teams we're talking about as being challengers? Yeah, you know, I, I think those will be the two teams that will really give uh, LeBron and the Lakers a run at it. Um, I think what we saw in the bubble with the Clippers last year was kind of a fluke. I don't think we'll see that again if if they manage to get in the playoffs. Um, Paul George and Kawhi have been looking great this year. Um, and and the Jazz, they've probably been the most surprising team in my eyes. Uh, I I can honestly say I, I didn't see this from them. I, I think I saw that they're averaging the uh, – highest margin of victory in the league so far and they're averaging or in their they're in the top five in both offensive and defensive rating and the offensive rating surprised me a little bit because they weren't really known for their offense in the past their defense was always there for sure but i think the uh the addition of jordan Clark, clarkson off the bench has really helped them because he he's been a great six man uh and a role player coming off the bench and getting them some points when they need it the Jazz are doing this year what I what I expected them to do last year when they they got Mike Conley and um, you know I I, te- I expected them to take a step up and then and then in the regular season they were pretty mediocre. They had that really epic series with the Nuggets in the bubble where it they were, were they were one shot away from being the Nuggets and then we saw what the Nuggets did after that. Um, I think the biggest difference to me is Mike Conley's playing like. Or all star, you know Mike Conley, right, you know, like his or, old self, like his old self, and uh, Donovan Mitchell keeps taking steps to being a superstar, despite what Shaquille O'Neal says. <laughs> um, and, uh, and and Gobert, he's 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 doing what he's asked to do. Uh, Bogdanovich hasn't even been that great this year, um, so once he he gets going, and I, yeah, I think Clarkson off the bench has been that instant offense that's that's been key. So I, I, the West is is to me it's it's those three teams. I know it's early, but I mean I love I obviously I love Nikola Jokic. He might be my favorite player in the league, but that. That team has has kind of regressed from what we saw in the bubble to maybe regressing to the mean a little bit. Um, Jamal Murray is regular Jamal Murray once again, um, and uh, we'll see how they they progress throughout the season. But you know, we saw the Suns get up to a quick start. Um, they've kind of fallen back a little bit. The team that is kind of interesting to me though, Colin, is the Houston Rockets. They they trade James Harden and they've been seven and three since then and this team's kind of it's kind of interesting it's an interesting core with uh, Oladipo uh, John Wall Christian Wood and you got Cousins coming off the bench um, I think that's kind of gone under the radar that they've been better without Harden Yeah you know I I was really surprised by that too I think the addition of Oladipo has made them a much more complete team and a more uh, team focused team I uh, the first team first game Oladipo played we saw um, him run the pick and roll with Christian Wood a lot and that was extremely effective um, uh, I forget who they played but they had a very difficult time guarding that and I think that's um, been a big addition to their uh, kind of play style is that pick and roll with Oladipo and uh, Christian Wood down low has been outstanding I mean he's been he's been the guy so 
they're, they're definitely an intriguing team, not one I expected to really perform as well as they have been. Christian Wood, the, the leader right now, with the live odds for uh, most improved player in the league, just over uh, Jeremy Grant right now, looking at the live number. But, yeah, uh, Wood is, is a fringe all-star, and uh, Oladipo, since he – you know, since he claimed he got uh, he got mistreated here in Indiana, is uh, is playing much better so far in Houston. And uh, I, I'm a fan of his. Obviously, I'm an IU guy, so I'll always root for Oladipo. But uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a happy exit uh, from the Pacers. Um, kind of shifting east uh, again. In, in in our preview show, I talked up uh, Joel Embiid as a long shot MVP candidate. Colin, um, I touted him at plus four thousand, which a hundred dollar bet would have won you four k, and uh, he's he's been awesome. Uh, he's been awesome. He's in better shape. Um, he's he's kind of become the player everyone thought he could be on both ends of the floor. Um, right now, they're the best record in the East. Uh, I mean, the Sixers seem pretty legit. Yeah, I mean, Joel's he he's what everyone thought he was going to be. He's that dominating big man that can post anybody up and get you a bucket. So uh, I, the Sixers are kind of an intriguing team to me. I mean, with uh, Seth Curry, I mean, he's looking like his brother and maybe even better form of him. He's shooting 50% from three. I mean, you just don't see that. And Tobias Harris has been a lot better this year, uh, 20 points per game. And then the rookie Tyrese Maxey has been great off the bench. He's uh, been able to give them some points off the bench along with uh, Shake Milton. So they're, they're certainly a pretty deep team that has the pieces to make some noise in the East. So they're going to be a team I'm going to watch uh, for the rest of the, the rest of the year. The, the roster just makes more sense this season. Um, I think trading uh, Al Horford made a huge deal with spacing. I mean, if you, you talk about Ben Simmons being a non-shooter, but now you've surrounded Embiid and Simmons with shooters, uh, Seth Curry, and uh, obviously, and, and then the acquisition of Danny Green. Uh, those two guys spacing the floor, uh, and Embiid can just go to work down low. Um, he's averaging 28 and 11 in only 31 minutes a game. Uh, it's kind of kind of ridiculous. And uh, uh, like I said, right now he is at plus 550 for MVP, um, and uh, I think he's got a great shot. It, it a lot of it depends on what the Sixers do the rest of the season. He's had trouble staying healthy throughout his career, um, so that's going to be key to that race as well if he can stay on the floor. But I love the Sixers. I think they're going to be a really tough out in the playoffs. Um, a team that kind of has taken a step back um, so far, Milwaukee Bucks. They're 12-8, they're and eight, and I think I saw last year they lost their eighth game in their 49th game. And uh, so it's a much different team so far this year. Uh, I saw them Friday night. Yeah, Friday night they played the Pelicans, and – they couldn't guard. They couldn't guard them, and we're, we're talking about. I think they gave up over twenty threes to the Pelicans, and we're talking about a team in New Orleans that's not a great shooting team. Um, so it's it appears to me like the Bucks defensively are a much different team than they used to be, and I don't I don't know if that's just sort of a hangover from what happened to the bubble or or what. But uh, impressions on the Bucks? Yeah, the Bucks were the team I had marked as my disappointment team so far this year. They just have not looked good. I mean, they're 12-8, and 8, which is still good for second in the East, but 
they they just have not looked great. I don't think Giannis has particularly looked great either. I mean, he's shooting only fifty nine percent from free throw. Like he he's that's that was part of his game last year. Get to the line and put it put it in the basket. Um, he he's still averaging his double double, but he's he's not looking like the MVP Giannis that we've seen. I, I expected them to be a lot better with the uh, the addition of Drew Holiday. I thought that would help a lot with. Uh, just adding another shooter to that team, yeah. but it it really hasn't made all that much of a difference. Really, it's a lot of their possessions just give Giannis the ball and let him drive, and he, yeah. he hasn't been particularly getting it done. So, I think they're going to need to make some type of change to um, improve that record a little bit. And I mean, it's pretty concerning for them considering what what they traded for Drew Holiday. Um, you know, the the picks they gave up. Um, and, you know, sort of counting on him being a, a big difference maker. So far, it hasn't panned out that way. Um, I've never been a fan of Chris Middleton being my second-best player. Um, that's still the case. So I, I don't know what – I don't know – what different result we're going to see from Milwaukee come playoff time, and I don't, I don't really see it. Um, but the East is is pretty open, um, unlike the West. I, I'd see any one of five teams that could, you know, get to the finals from the East. Uh, um, the Celtics, I think, with with Tatum and Brown, are still a really legitimate threat. Um, that's and, and the, we haven't even seen what the Pacers are going to be um, yet after after they traded Oladipo because you know of of Karis Levert's, uh, you know, health problems. But I love Brogdon. I love Sabonis. Um, do you, what do you think the Pacers are going to look like uh, once once they're, you know, fully healthy? Yeah, we, we still haven't seen Karis play. Um, TJ Warren's been out a lot this year. So I think once we get those two pieces back, I, I, think, I think the Pacers are going to be a contender in the East just because it's so wide open. They're – really isn't a dominant team other than the Sixers. So I, I think the Pacers can hang with the Sixers if they're fully healthy. I mean, Sabonis is a pretty good matchup against um, Joel. I mean, he's obviously a great defender, but I, I think I think um, Sabonis would be able to put up a good fight against Joel. And then other than that, I think they match up pretty well. They, uh, they have shooters. They can drive. They can space the floor. So, I mean – I think we can see the Pacers become a, a real contender once they get healthy. So, so uh, I'll be looking forward to that for sure. Kind of forgot about T.J. Warren. Uh, yeah, he's he's out with a with a stress stress fracture in his foot, and uh, it's kind of undetermined on when he'll be back. It, it might be toward the end of the season, um, but I, I do think the Pacers have a reasonable ceiling ceiling with with Lavert uh, being added to the mix. Uh, Obviously, the team that made the biggest splash, uh, at least in, in you know an acquisition this season, was was the Brooklyn Nets with their acquisition of James Harden, par- uh, pairing him up with uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Um, Colin, they've been unstoppable offensively, um, and it's 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 been a it's been fun to watch. They've also been on a historically bad pace defensively. I saw this today that um, over the last 10 games, they are on a historic pace to be the worst defensive team of all time. Um, what? So we know they can score, but in the playoffs, you're going to have to get some stops. Uh, I mean, can this team get to the finals with this kind of style? Yeah, you know, they proved me wrong already, so... 
I don't. I, I, I honestly have no idea. I mean, I, I kind of hate that it's working because I, I just don't think a team like this should be allowed. It's, it's all ISO ball. I yeah. mean, you, you got Katie, Kyrie, James Harden. He's James Harden's the only one that's really honestly passing, but it, it's just ISO ball. So I. I don't. I don't know. I, it's not. I it's really, not. It's not good basketball to watch. Yeah, we, we've never seen a team like this before. Really, I mean, we saw the the 2016 Warriors that could shoot. All all the guys could shoot, but they passed the ball. Yep. We 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 haven't seen a team that just straight up isos the ball to get points. So I don't. They're they're gonna put up points. They're the, they're good for probably 120 a game, honestly. So it it just depends how much they're gonna score because other teams are gonna score on them because they have literally no interior defense whatsoever so if if we see a team with a dominant big they're going to struggle pretty mightily and they can't get rebounds either so they're going to have to they're going to have to put up points to win so i guess i guess we'll see because i i really don't know what to expect out of them i still feel like they're they're one they have one move left that we 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 don't know what it's going to be um i feel like a like a pj tucker type some someone like that that's a you know sort of a Defensive stopper, role player, um, right? Three point shooter kind of guy. Um, I, I feel like they're one trade away still. Um, they are they're averaging one twenty two a game. Um, I mean that's that, that's insane. It's insane. Um, they're also giving up one seventeen a game, and uh, it's, also it's, insane. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think you just got you, you just got to bet the overs in, in every right. next game going forward. Um, any other surprises either from a team standpoint? Or a player uh, standpoint that that you've that you've seen so far in the league this year. So I know they haven't been playing great as of late, but I think the Knicks are building something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Julius Randle's looked great this year. I, he's he's been playing like a, an all star. Twenty two yes. points per game, eleven rebounds, six assists, thirty seven percent from three. I mean, those are great numbers. And then we've seen RJ. Um, Rounding into form a little bit, he's averaging 18 a game and six and a half boards. So I mean, they, they've got some pieces, and then they got the uh, rookie Emmanuel Quickly, who's been pretty decent off the bench. Um, he's he's a guy that can go to get some points. He's a great shot creator. He can uh, get inside, score uh, inside. So I mean, they they have a, a lot of young pieces that I think will be pretty interesting to watch in the coming years. So. They're, they're a team that surprised me a little bit because they've they've been hanging in games and putting up a fight against some pretty good teams. I they they beat the Pacers early in the year and I was shocked to see that because the Pacers are obviously a pretty good team, and that was before I knew the Knicks were like a a, a pretty legitimate yeah. team. So they, they've surprised me a little bit, and I, I've I've been happy to watch them kind of grow into a a, a blossoming team. Uh, you, Randall, Randall has been really good, and uh, I've 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 put Randall in a lot of player prop bets <laughs> this season um, because he's he's getting it done, you know, scoring, rebounding, and passing the ball. Um, and uh, I think I think people saw the potential in him coming out of Kentucky, and, and he, he's finally you know bringing that to fruition a little bit. Um, any any other player team that's that's been a disappointment to you that maybe you expected more out of? Well, I, I uh, we discussed the Bucks earlier. They were one of the teams I was um, somewhat disappointed in. I thought they'd be a little bit better than they have been. But um, two other teams that I have been slightly disappointed in are the Pelicans and the Mavericks. So I I thought the Pelicans were 
going to take a, a step up this year. I mean, they they have they have a good a lot of good young pieces. Zion's looked pretty great so far, though. So I I was happy about his. He looks to be developing pretty well, but the team as a whole just hasn't been looking too great. Um, they're not really even competing. They just they just can't score. So they just haven't looked great. So I was kind of disappointed about their development as a team. And then the Mavericks just. I think part of the Mavericks' problem was just injuries and then COVID um, kind of hit, I think, a lot yeah. of their starters at one point of the year. And Kristaps was out part of the year at the beginning too. So I'm not going to totally say they're a disappointment, but they haven't been playing up to the level I thought they were capable of yet either. I had the Pelicans as, as one of my disappointments uh, so far. I, I did expect them to be at least competing for the eight seed. Um, and and I, I know they're only three games back. It's so early. But so far, they, they, they haven't been great. You're right. Offensively, they're struggling. A, a lot of reliance on Brandon Ingram. Um, and, right. and, and I know, I know there, is some, there is some potential there, but – He's he's a bit of a high usage guy. I I, I love Zion's game, the way it's going, um, but uh, they've they're definitely on my disappointment list uh, as far as the surprise goes. And I don't know a lot of people that will, you know, know this guy or or, or have seen him. But uh, uh, Tyrese Halliburton with the Kings, he's he's probably not going to win Rookie of the Year, but he's. Right he's now, been balling. he's been balling. Um, right now, he's he would be second. He's sort of second in the MVP or not the MVP, the Rookie of the Year race. Uh, that's kind of Lamelo's award at this point, if as long as he takes care of business. But Hal Burton and uh, he's been really good as as far as coming off the bench, uh, being a spark plug for for the Kings. Uh, you know, giving giving Deer and Fox a spell or even playing off of them. But um, averaging ten and five. Um, I mean. You just gotta watch this guy play. He can he can really ball. I could see this guy developing into a future All Star down the line if he if he gets a gets a chance to play more and maybe start. He's only twenty years old, um, uh, so do yourself a favor, check him out. Um, who's gonna win the MVP? I think it, I think it's uh, Joel and LeBron right now. I think it just depends on how their team play um, come down the stretch. Uh, at the end of the year, I think if uh, LeBron Lee leads uh, the Lakers to a, a one seed and he's playing how he is now, I think it's his award to lose. But I mean, Joel's been—he's been dominating. He's—he's he's what everyone thought he was gonna be. So I, I think if he leads the Sixers to a, a one seed, he has just as good of a shot as LeBron. So right now, I'd have to say LeBron just because he's. He's, he's LeBron doing what he's doing. So right now I'd give it to LeBron, but Joel's certainly right there. He is, and, uh, you know, I, I, I talked about how great he's been earlier. But I, I'm telling you, Colin, you got to watch out for Jokic. Uh, he just put up 47 on Sunday. I don't know if you're aware of that, but uh, that was, it was an unbelievable performance, 47-12. and 12. Um, He's had – Oh my gosh, he's been a double double machine. Um, I mean, he's averaging twenty. What's the average in here? I just had this in front of me. Lost it. Uh, twenty six, eleven, and eight. He he's been balling for sure. I, I just worry about his team's record. Um, sure. He he's gonna put up numbers, obviously, and he's gonna lead his team in, in 
most of the categories most nights. I just worry about the Nuggets not quite finishing in the same level that the Lakers and Sixers do. So we'll just have to see how, how if they can pick it up and get to the Lakers or Sixers level. Yeah. It, it is – the team's record does play a lot into that award. Um, be interesting to see. Uh, like we said, LaMelo for Rookie of the Year, that's probably going to be his award. Most improved is going to be tight between Wood and Grant, I think. And uh, I did I did put a, on our, our Instagram page for most improved a, a long shot on Colin Sexton at plus 3,300 a couple weeks ago. He's, he's at plus 2,000, I think. He's being underrated for that award. He's made a huge jump this year. He he's been awesome. I mean, I don't I don't know if you saw that Nets game, but he oh awesome yeah. I think he scored the last like seventeen points or something ridiculous. He yeah. he he was ball in that game, and he's he's been great this year. He's been the Cavs leader, so I mean he he's definitely one to look at as well. Yeah, he's carrying that team, and then uh, sixth man of the year. It already seems to be. Jordan Clarkson, he's he's a heavy favorite at this point for six minutes of the year. Uh, be interesting to see how those numbers uh, look in a few weeks. Uh, Colin, would like to have you back, talk about the NBA, and uh, kind of see what's going on maybe toward the All-Star break and uh, catch up with you hopefully before then. For sure. I'd be happy to be back anytime. I appreciate you having me. Uh, check us out on Instagram. Once again, your best bet pod. Uh, get our golf picks up. We have a Super Bowl episode this week as well. Uh, appreciate you listen, listening, and we'll catch you next time.